It's the Tearback Show. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tearback Show. I'm your host, Eric Nam, and you are joining us for another enthralling, life-changing episode. I was going to say empowering, but I don't know if I actually empower you very much. So I'm just going to call it what it is. It's just the show. Now, uh, today, we have an incredible guest. Uh, singer, songwriter, performer. I don't know. Just She has so many gifts. And that's why I'm really excited to get to know her. I do not know her very well at all. And this is our first time meeting. Hi. And so I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous, y'all. I don't get nervous very easily. But today, I'm going to introduce you guys an uh, incredible young woman by the name of E. Yeah, Eun. 안녕하세요. 안녕하세요. I don't speak Korean. I literally <laughs> I'm don't. I'm sorry. I had to do that. Oh Your gosh. face just was like, oh my, my God. God. I was so scared. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not told this. I'm, let's do it again. No. Everybody, please welcome. <laughs> Stop, I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. I felt like I was like in Korea. But anyways. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please introduce yourself, Rayami. Hi, Hi, I'm Rayami. I am a Korean American recording artist based in LA. I don't speak Korean fluently. Please don't make me speak Korean. I'm gonna embarrass my parents. No, it's oh fine. Oh my god. I'm so oh. sorry. Okay, I just, you know, we got through the hardest part. The introduction. <laughs> anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're good. My bad. I just… No. Right before we started the show, I was like, okay, your name is Sarah. Yeun? Yeah. And she's like, Yeun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Yeun. And she goes, oh my god, oh my don't god. ever say that. No, because it reminds me of like… I don't know. My mom always… My parents call me by my Korean name if yeah. I'm like fucking up. Yeah. Or like in trouble. So like I feel like I've always associated Yeun with like… Come here, little bitch. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I was slightly triggered. But it's all good. No, you got to reclaim that. You got to reclaim your name. I, I feel like this whole like year has been about reclaiming. Yeah. So I've totally been like suffering. But like totally living and growing. And okay. we love it. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Like here's the thing. My Korean was horrendous 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Like atrocious. And I, I can understand why like… A foreign language, not a, I don't want to say foreign language, a language you're not very comfortable with mm-hmm. can be very off putting and like triggering because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And you know? it's like, in order to really be able to use that language, I feel like you have to use it every day. Yeah. And I feel like I wasn't using Korean every day ever yeah, since yeah. I moved here. So it just kind of became like either like a survival thing. And if I'm not in Korean, I'm not using it. I don't fucking use it. So. <laughs> It's become that… I mean it's like an elementary school student level. I yeah. would say my Korean is. Yeah. yeah. It's enough to survive and not like die in Korea. Okay. We don't want you to die. So. No. I, I, I'm not glad yet. you can do some survival things. That's great. I'm I'm happy for you. Anyways. <laughs> thanks for joining us today on the Tebox Show. Thank you for uh, Welcome. And uh, I guess… How are you? Let's start right there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I… Um… I'm feeling pretty good today. I was actually really sad yesterday. Why? Why were you sad? I don't know. It was just like, you know, you have those days, you know, when you get up. You just like, you had one of those days. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, I could sit here and like sulk. And I thought of this quote. What is it? Do you watch Shark Tank? I do off and on. Okay. So I've been watching Shark Tank. Don't ask me why. But I have. And Barbara, that's my girl. That's my bitch. All, <laughs> respectfully, that is my woman. What, what is it about Barbara she, that… She said this. Because she's a real ass bitch. Okay. okay. She said, success is dependent on how long you feel sorry for yourself. And I was like, that is some real ass shit. Mm. Of course. And I was like, Sarah, you dumbass bitch. You can sit here all day. <laughs> 
and be sad about shit that you can't even fucking control or you can get hot. Mm. Get up. Uh-huh. Get some fucking lunch. Go uh-huh. shopping. Go to yes. Target. Yes. Get it together. Uh-huh. Plan. Amen. And that's exactly what I did. Hallelujah. And then I woke up feeling like a badass bitch. There so you here go. I am today. And here you are. Suck it, universe. Anyways, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> but anyways. I, I, I love this energy that you're bringing. It's a lot of a lot of hot energy and I like yeah. it. I'm all about I'll it. Um down. But we're going to get to know you a little bit better because for a lot of people, they may not know you. You know, yeah. there's new audiences and people. But we're going to introduce them to, to you and you to them and to me because I don't know much about you at all. There it's are a okay. lot of like words on here that I'm like very curious and intrigued by such as a Pikachu dance. And Pikachu dance? Yeah, there's a… What? You did a Pikachu dance in kindergarten. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I have a picture of that. We'll send it to you. Yeah. There's there's that there's like uh yeah let's get to know each other a lot other. of things a lot of things going on but I'm let's here. let's start from the beginning you are born and raised well you're born in Korea yes in That's, Seoul Seoul Korea I think like um Tokso Tokso That's like the it's in Seoul it's like a city like a, t- a town within Seoul because Seoul oh. is such a big city but it is I was born there I moved to Maryland Rockville Maryland when I was six pop in place right. It's like become a huge place now. Like now it's it's like a complete city almost. Like before it was a city. But like now it's like really fucking annoying and crowded. Yeah. What was it like growing up? Do you have any siblings? I have an older sister. Older, so it's like, two years older. So it's the four of you. Mom, dad, your sister. Yes. And, and then everyone else is in Korea. Okay. So. And then what… Do you remember that moment of like moving to Korea? Was that like a big… Oh that was huge. Yeah. Oh my god. That was like… I mean I think I was too young at the time to realize exactly like… What that meant. Yeah. Like literally changing, packing, removing everything that is familiar to you with the unknown. Like I was a kid. I didn't know. Like my parents like just… I trusted my parents. I went right. where, where they went. But my mom like had the hardest time. Like she was crying on the phone every night. Like oh, calling no. my aunt. Like Jeez. weeks. Because she didn't want to. But like my dad was like… I'm going to take the girls and go. And like you either come with or you don't. And obviously my mom's not going to fucking leave her babies. So you know it took a long time. And it was the first time seeing my mom cry I yeah. think. And that was really weird for me. Yeah. As a little girl it's like you see your parents as like these invincible superheroes. Mm. But like… And now looking back it's just like damn like my parents… Like yeah we beef a lot. But it's like damn they they sacrificed literally mm. so much. And they did one of the scariest things you could do. Um, which leave is everything. Leave literally yeah. everything. Yeah. And start with nothing. And so I'm just very grateful for that. What was it? Was it a new job for your dad? Or like what? what? My dad just wanted to give their, his daughters an American education. Wow. A better way of life. It's mm. not like shit was bad. But I think… I'm Correct me. Like I'm not the strongest with like economics and history. Mm-hmm. I don't think like shit was popping like early in like 2000s in Korea. Yeah. Like it was… I think… In the late 90s, it was like yeah. a financial crisis. And yeah. Like my dad was working for Hyundai and it was like… It was going really well. But like my dad just wanted to switch route. And like… Thank God he did because I wouldn't be in this position. You know? Yeah. It's crazy to think yeah. about. Yeah, so… Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out dad. Thank you, Shout Appa. out mom and dad. Yes. Um, what was it like growing up in Maryland? It was pretty fucking diverse. I grew up yeah. in um, Montgomery County. So like… I didn't realize just how privileged and like… I was to be able to grow up in that. Not kind of like… Not just racial ethnic diversity. But like socioeconomic status. Like just everything. Montgomery County is one of the wealthiest and diverse counties in the nation. And we have one of the best public education systems. So… But anyways I realized 
damn, like I grew up in fucking in a place where like even the public education system set their kids up for like such yeah. good yeah. like success, I guess. And so like <clears throat> I didn't realize just how like great of an environment I grew up in. Obviously, I grew up middle class. Like my parents had, both had blue collar jobs. I had everything I needed. Um, yes, I did not have the luxuries. I didn't, you know, get like a fancy brand new car for my 16th birthday. Yeah. My parents couldn't afford those. But, you know, they worked very hard to provide everything that my sister and I needed. Enough to pay for my tuition. Everything else I paid for. Like my parents were able to pay for my school tuition. Which is, again, something a lot of people don't get to right. have. Which right. is great. Um, you graduated though. Did you… Use it? Did you not? Not did you use it? Because I mean, I'm sure you are using it. You're in entertainment media, yeah. so you're using it even whether you want to admit it or not. You're using it. I think it's a question of was college for you? What was college for me? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. All right, fair. Yeah, and my parents were going to pay for it, so I was just like, you know what, figure it out, bitch. So I did. There you go. There you go. So you went to college. You graduated communications. What happened? Like you were like, I'm just gonna. Do music or like? Yeah. So I mean I was like making music all throughout college. Like uh -huh. the first time I ever like… I mean like the first song I ever wrote was like 13. Pure trash. I don't even know what wait, I wrote wait, wait, about. Wait, wait. Pause. What was <clears> that song? It was like probably about love. I was… I wrote it with my best friend from middle school named Val. And it, we were <laughs> in my bedroom and like nothing came of it, right? And like fast forward like freshman year of like college. I don't know how old I was. Like what? 18? 19? Fucking no. Um… That's when I actually run into people who are making music, who are uh -huh. artists themselves, running yeah. studios. And for for the first time, I'm immersed into that scene. And I see how like sessions go and like yeah. how the writing and recording process works for other kinds of artists. And like what engineering is and mixing. And like I'm just like finally in the world that I've always like been fascinated by. And yeah. what I once thought was so untouchable and unreachable. Mm -hmm. It was in front of my face. So I was like… No shit. Let me figure this out. Let me practice. Blah, blah. That's like the same time around when I met my um, producer, Ely. And <clears throat> we just started working on music. And I grew up on a lot of R&B and hip-hop. Like that's just what I naturally gravitated towards. Yeah. Listening to music. Because um, like my parents were super religious. So like until I got to really explore the internet on my own. Like I only listened to like Christian songs or like mm -hmm. Hillsong and shit like yeah. that. Um, and so like when I could, I like immediately gravitated towards like Beyonce, Destiny's Child, Mariah Carey, fucking yeah. Britney, and like all these huge pop stars. And like, and like, let's not forget like 21, like CL, like OG legend, um, mm -hmm. Boa. I remember see I remember yeah. watching Boa's videos when I was in Korea. Like it's still my number. Yeah. One. Yes. Like oh. she's she's like queen of yeah. K-pop, like truly. And um I just like I always loved R&B and hip hop and that's what I was making primarily but like after like I went through like a really shitty breakup what is it after college I think mm -hmm. I was like I don't even know the timeline oh fuck it I don't even, it doesn't fucking that's matter but anyways yeah. it literally flipped a switch I had never been so like I don't know do you ever like it's like that aha moment in your life when you realize like Oh my god. Like you're so done taking people's shit. Mm. And it's like you're low-key mad at yourself for like letting people walk all over mm -hmm. you and shit. Even and even not… Having done it for that long. Yeah. yeah. And having put up with it for so long. And I feel like at a certain point… If you are in a toxic situation… Yeah. I'm so sorry that you're in a toxic situation. But if you are aware that you are in a toxic situation… And you choose to fucking stay… I know it's difficult to leave. But if you fucking choose to stay… Mm -hmm. And still complain about it… It's on you. Mm -mm -mm. And I realized… 
bitch. That's why you're, you're unhappy. I left. And then for the, for the first time in my life, I felt so like free and liberated and like not crazy. And for the first time, I just kind of really wanted to talk shit unfiltered. Did not care if the word sounded pretty or it was like, ah, like save me. Bro. No, you know, that energy had to go somewhere, right? Yeah. So I put it in song. That became Make It Mine. Uh-huh. My producer and I, we fucking shot the video like fucking on iMovie. Yeah. Dropped it like two weeks later. Got some interest from labels and then Snow Cone happened. And then that fucking… Again, listen bitches. There, there are things you can buy with money. But there, luck is not one of them. Okay? Oh. I really think I got lucky with it. Uh-huh. I think I, I made a song that was… Made for the perfect moment. And it just met the YouTube algorithm at the perfect time. It's perfect timing and luck and preparation meeting. And boom. And that's what happened. So like please stop asking me how I blew up. Like no one just blows up. That shit is just random as fuck dude. If I knew the answer I wouldn't fucking tell you. Fuck. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So your toxic ass relationship that had you write… Some incredible music. <clears throat> what was like… What is one line or two lines that you're like… If you could summarize like that experience or what you're trying to get across in one lyric. Right? Was it more like channeled to your ex or was it more just like… It was channeled at everything. It, yeah. I think I think <clears throat> the relationship was a catalyst. Okay, okay let me… No, no, no. That relationship was the catalyst. I think it helped me realize exactly… What I needed to realize about myself. Mm-hmm. And is is that I am not a weak bitch. Mm. Like I am very nice and I'm very sweet. Mm-hmm. Listen and I ride for my family and my mm-hmm. friends. But but do not touch what is mine. And do not cross what is mine. Mm. And that includes my feelings. Be nice to me. Talk nice Fair. to me. Fair. Why are you talking? Like why are you changing your tone with me? If you're upset with me, can you just communicate that? <laughs> why do you have to yell at me? Why do you have to make me feel like I'm in trouble? Like I don't… It's bad. I'm sorry. Like I don't want to cry. That's really mean. Don't Um, be mean to me. And I won't be fucking mean to you bitch. But anyways… So I realized… I was letting so… I I realized… For so many years… I just let people… I just didn't communicate my feelings. I didn't… I harbored so much. Anytime I felt scared or uncomfortable… I didn't show up for myself. And that's why I found myself in position after position of of feeling like I was not being appreciated. I was Mm. being taken for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, All that bullshit. Yeah. At at a certain point, it doesn't matter if you're a good person. You got to be smarter than that. Like Mm -hmm. if you see repetitive behavior that is hurtful and damaging and negative and does not serve you or help you grow or bring you peace. Cut that shit out. Get out of it. Change it. Get that Change things up. And if you don't, that's on you. Say that it louder for the people in the back. Me. Could not be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you put out music. You started… Like the algorithm starts taking off. <clears> things <throat> start going well. You start going a little viral. What made you… Like what were you doing at the time? Were you working? Yeah. I was I was working. What were you doing? I was working a 9 to 5 job. It was like a whole ass office job. Like I had a cubicle and shit. It was a custom design and packaging company. Uh-huh. Really cool. Like love them. Love ice. Cool. Like I don't know how I landed such cool like coworkers and bosses. Uh-huh. And so it… Um, our One of our biggest clients was Sephora. And I helped oversee their international and domestic like seasonal programs. Oh, cool. And so it was brand coordinators. So it was a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday 
full on job. And I was juggling that while like releasing Make It Mine and like Snowcone, like going to my producer's place like over the weekends mm-hmm. to record or like once like all the conversations started happening, like teleworking on Fridays so I can like after I get off work from Thursday, go straight to DC, catch the train up to New York, come back Monday Sheesh. night, have my dad pick me up from the train station, repeat or like fly out to LA or like, yeah. That's a hustle. Yeah, you got to work for it. Yeah, you got to work hard. Were your parents supportive? Um, At first, no. Mm. They… And they… And I knew… I, I, it wasn't a surprise because all my life they told me if I ever pursued like worldly music or secular music that like they would disown me and like cut the connection. Mm. But my parents are fucking… They, and you know what? Believe what you want. Just don't force it down my throat. Mm-hmm. I respect whatever brings you happiness and mm-hmm. peace. Dude, but don't force it down my throat. And that's what my parents said. I, that I resented them for such a long time. And they used it. They used like a lot of religious shit to kind of try to sway me away from music. And mm-hmm. push me away from what I really wanted to do was mm-hmm. be a fucking rock star. Mm-hmm. And um… When I first… Because Make It Mine, the first song I ever re, uh, released, we actually ended up re-releasing once I had like mm. management and stuff. But the first time I released it, I like had to make sure I like blocked my mom on Facebook and everything. And there was no way she could have seen it. Like, you know. But somehow she saw the YouTube video. And that's just me and my producer friend at the time just shit-faced acting stupid on iMovie. In bear costumes. <sighs> that's great. So imagine like my <laughs> Korean religious mother seeing her daughter with a strange oh guy gosh. in a basement doing this. Like she is shocked and like, oh my God, she was so upset. We got into… Wait, wait, wait. Walk us through. Was it a phone call? Was it like… What was so this? So I came home. It was like… Okay, so I dropped it. It was like a week later when she found <clears throat> I came home one night. I was… It was summertime. I was… I was I was somewhere with my friends. I think I was like a happy hour. I don't mm. know. I come home. This woman is so dramatic. She has like the lights off except for the hallway. <laughs> this is like a setup. And then like such a setup. a setup. She's she's a Pisces, so obviously like the TV's on. She walk, she hears me walk up the stairs, right? The, the remote like turns the TV off. Click. So it's silence as I like enter the floor, and I'm like, God damn it! Like I know I'm in trouble at this point, and then she starts bawling her eyes out. She's like, oh. how could you like embarrass me? Like, please take that down. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are, what is God going to think? Like, what is, what is your family going to think? Like in Korea when they see this and a bunch of, a bunch of bullshit excuses. Like, what are people going to think? I'm like, mom, I don't give a fuck mm. what other people think at this point. Like, mm-hmm. this was like the most therapeutic thing I could have done. Mm-hmm. For me in the past five years. And this is something that has been… Like music has been the only consistent thing, consistent thing in my life. And mm-hmm. for you to tell me that it's bad for me… Mm. Is bullshit. And it's mean. And it's disrespectful. And you don't… If if you don't know who that person is on the video… Then you don't know your daughter. Like mm. you don't. Because that's who I am. Yeah. And then like… <clears throat> I think that really hit her. Yeah. That conversation. Like because it was like… I was crying. She was crying. Because it was like… Yeah, like that's who I am. And if you don't like what you see, then you don't fuck with your daughter. That mm. fucking hurts. But I think that hit her. And then I think once like actual labels started reaching out, mm. and like I had actual like tangible evidence and numbers. And yeah. like when like names, like big names are like mentioning me or like co signing me, 
they're like, holy shit. And when like my aunt in Korea is like freaking out over the fact that her fucking niece is doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my parents feel a bit, bit more secure in that. Yeah. And so ever since that, I, they've been… They don't support the content, but they support the career decision, which is all I can ask for. Mm-hmm. And everything I… That's all I want from them, uh-huh. truly, is for them to just hold my hand and just yeah. be there for me. Yeah. And that's all they've done. And when I was juggling the 9 to 5, they were so supportive mm. in making sure like my dog was taken care of. And I was picked up. And I had like… They would give me like yongton and oh. like pocket money and make sure like… You know like get food, get dinner and mm. like… It was just such like Korean parent thing to do. Parents so are parents. They love you. Yeah, and that's the thing. You. Like if my parents who are the most stubborn traditional people can accept their daughter's career and mm-hmm. like like path. Like mm-hmm. that is… That gives me so much hope. Yeah. In like a lot of people in the mm-hmm. world. Because like you, people can change. People, are so, people should change. Mm-hmm. If you don't change… That's not good. Yeah. You should always be growing and evolving. And I love it because I'm like witnessing my parents like mm-hmm. become better. Yeah. And just more open-minded. Mm-hmm. And it's the most beautiful thing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Pretty fucking cool. So, so great to hear like that journey. I yes. guess. That, oh, that you journey. guys have been taking together. For sure. Um, I'm curious like… Somehow over the past few episodes like with all of our guests… We've gotten into this topic of religion. Where Mm-mm. it is it is something that I think a lot of us have grown up with. And we all connect with it in a different way. And the relationship with religion has transformed and changed over mm-hmm. the, the course of our lives. I'm curious to ask you like… As a daughter of very super conservative Christian parents… Mm-hmm. How… What is your relationship to religion right now? I, again, we'll start with, I respect all belief systems, whatever makes you sleep at night and brings you peace and happiness, Mm. so be it. As long as it doesn't infringe on the rights of others and it doesn't try to control others, Mm -hmm. that's for me, I'm good with it. I can't say that I have a, I guess I will say I'm, I'm indifferent to organized religions like Christianity and Judaism and Uh all of that. I think most like Abrahamic religions, like anything that centers around the Christian God, like I'm very skeptical of. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I was forced into it Mm. preconception. Like my parents were like into like Jesus. They were like best friends with Jesus like before I was even a thing, you know? And like I had no say in being a thing. Like no. (laughs) Like literally, I don't think I've ever heard anybody describe <laughs> Jesus in that way. Um. I'm sorry, <laughs> respectfully, oh respectfully, but like, <sighs> I just love everybody who's just like, like, just rolling behind the camera right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. So like, I'm totally like, if you want to worship Jesus, like that's great, and like, I'm so happy for you that like Jesus works for you, but. Honestly, I'm focusing more on like spirituality and like things that I can control. Mm -hmm. I honestly just want to focus on being a better person. And like just showing up with more empathy and Mm -hmm. and understanding. Because it's so easy for us to like see the world and see how we're the victim. Or like we're getting hurt or attacked. But 
I think a healthier way to think about shit is just thinking about focusing on shit you can control, which mm-hmm. is yourself. Yeah. And when you focus on like self-work and self-growth, like all that other bullshit just like disappears or like mm-hmm. finds a way to like leave your life. And so like for me, religion teaches… Well, sorry, Christianity taught me it was a fear-based thing. It's like if you don't do this, you're gonna rot in hell. And it's like if you're given a choice to rot in hell or or choose like clouds and like fairy dust for eternity… And you have to be a good person. Are you being a good person because you genuinely want to be a good fucking person? Or because you don't want to be tortured for the rest of your life? (laughs) Is that true love? Is that true like authenticity? If there's an incentive. Mm -hmm. That's where like nobody has been able to answer these questions. And I just… I don't know. There's just so many things that I disagree with. And every time I try to have like a conversation… And don't get me wrong. I've met very good Christians. And shout out to those great, amazing Christians because they truly like live life according to the word. And they don't, they're not selective over it. But a lot of these like mm-hmm. Christians <clears throat> like to judge and make assumptions about you. And that's what really just turns me off continuously to mm-hmm. this day. It's mm-hmm. like, whatever. I mean, I feel like people's, everybody has such a, an interesting relationship with religion. Mm-hmm. And, and for some it, it works incredibly well. And for others it's like a traumatizing or like oh, a very… Yeah. It just doesn't work with them for whatever reason. No. Their experiences. But I think you know… I'm glad though that you have your understanding of like what works for you. You know be that a spirituality thing. Mm-hmm. Be that whatever it is. Um, Who knows? I might like befriend Jesus later on. Like, Yeah It's you not may. over for us. Like there's no if like… There's, Burn bridges. Exactly. That's the other thing. I think like even for me like… I grew up in a Christian household. My parents are also very religious. But I was like I don't… I don't get it. Like a lot of the time. But I think like for me with age and through like a lot of the difficulty that I've gone through… Like that is like the one thing that has stayed consistently true. Like just God. Mm -hmm. And so for me I'm just like oh… Even if I like… Try to like look away from him. Like but he's still there. Yeah like it's in the he back of shows, your mind. Uh, but he also just shows up in my life. Yeah. In the craziest way. So mm-hmm. I'm like… For me I'm like okay. Like this is just like the relationship that I have. And like… Well, well I think for me it's always like working on that. Mm-hmm. Like my beliefs and my religion. But it's just been such an interesting journey for myself. And I'm, I'll am i be curious to check in with you in years yeah. down the road. To be like yo how are you doing? Dude. You know? And like my, my makeup artist Jocelyn… She… She went through this whole thing. She like went through this like a decade of like spirituality. And uh-huh. then like like found God and is like a Christian now. And like she's talked about her journey. And I, I find that so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like not not the end all be all. Yeah. And, and I just think first and foremost, whether you're a Christian or not, whether you're Jewish or not, like if your priority and if you're… Top like if your if your goal is not to be a good person and to move with goodness and love and show and come correct with respect like I want nothing to do with you. yeah just as a general human just being just be like, a good person yeah I mean I yes amen like you know, just be a decent good person yeah period that literally shouldn't be hard it's very hard I don't know, apparently yeah I don't quite understand it. But it's it's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. It's okay though. They're you know, learning. They're growing. They're it, learning I hope growing. so. I hope so. You better. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, all right. So let's zoom out just a little bit. So I guess like the one thing that I want to talk about as well is like… 
you are like when I look at the landscape of like up and coming Asian Asian American singer songwriter artists creatives like you have a very clear sound image like you know what you're doing it's that calm major maybe I don't know um, and all that heartache and, and things that you baby. did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I hated PR. But I, I'm curious. Like what has your… Like for me… I went to Korea <laughs> to pursue a career to like hopefully do stuff here at some point down the road. Right? And it's in like, entertainment? Yeah. Okay. And it's taken me 10 years to be like… Okay. I'm, I'm kind of back in LA. And I'm trying to do music here. Like more full time kind of thing. But I think for people who are younger than myself… Mm-hmm. It's a… Like… The internet was there. <clears throat> YouTube was there for you probably starting in middle school. High yeah. School. Oh yeah. Um, like have Jumba and all Yeah. That. And like it's just a different… It's like such a interesting period of time where there was a big shift. Where Asians ran YouTube. Yeah. And like… Dumbfounded. Yeah. And like just a lot more Asian people doing entertainment things in the States. Yeah. And I was just kind of in Korea being like hopefully this works. Hopefully mm-hmm. I don't… You know, hopefully I'll make it. Um, but what has that experience been like for you as an Asian, Asian American… Pursuing music. It's… I'm so glad that I came out this time. Like… I feel like three years ago… I would have been complaining like… Oh it's like… Why isn't this happening? Blah 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 blah. But I'm so glad that like everything happened the way it did with the timing. Because yeah… Right now you see so many Asian faces. But I feel like they're all doing something so individual and unique. Uh And it's not meshed. I feel like before this… Before like… I guess my era of like Asian American artists. Like… It was very niche. It was like either you're a K-pop star. Or um, you're like… You just stay in one genre. Which is like… For Asian women it was typically R&B. Very soft R&B pop. And for men… You either get that or like you're in hip hop but like in Korea. It's just like yeah. it was so limited. There was no diversity in right. anything you could do. Right. Even in acting everything. And so like… Thank God I like… Everything happened now. Because I feel like maybe my vision and how I see myself wouldn't have been accepted mm-hmm. earlier. Maybe like earlier in the 2010s yeah, yeah, because… Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a 5'2 Asian. I'm tiny, but I'm very fucking loud. I'm sweet as fuck. Don't get it twisted. Ask all my friends. I am the nicest motherfucker in the entire fucking world. Ever. Sometimes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, but like, I can get scary too. Yeah. When, when necessary. Only when necessary. Um, and like, but that's the thing. Like, this whole uh, stereotype of Asian women being very docile and like… Yeah. Oh, save me. Oh senpai. Like all that bullshit. It's like no. Like if I want to do that sure whatever. But it's like that's not me. Yeah. And I, that's not how I want to be perceived. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with an, another Asian artist wanting to be perceived that way. So be it bitch. Yeah. Get your bag. Yeah. But um, I'm all about just talking my shit. Yeah. And yeah. No I think that was like… Just like very… It's been very cool to watch. Because there, there's you. There's a couple other really strong, independent, individualistic Asian, Asian-American mm-hmm. women. Yes. Who are just pioneering like different sounds and visuals. Where yes. I'm like… I literally… I was like… How the hell are they doing this? And, and the way where I'm just like… This is incredible because… 10 years ago, like I wouldn't… Not would in my never wildest dreams. You would never see that. Right? You would like, never seen that. The world was not ready for this. Yeah. 
No. And so I was I'm just I'm so encouraged to see you doing your thing. But I also understand why you did what you needed to do. There was yeah. no other choice. You had no choice. There was no you choice. You had to. But but I'm low-key jealous because like you got all that training. I did not get no oh, training. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, it was all me. I but, but, I you should be proud get... of yourself, Eric. <laughs> what do you mean? Shut up. I did not get Stop. any. I did not You did not fuck up. Much. Um, but yeah, I had like… I did a TV show and then I had three months. I put out an album and that was it. That's I did not do any of that crazy training thing. Well, I mean, so, I mean, sometimes today, I wish I did. So that but means you did something right. So I just tried. I just you tried, and something. I and I wished really hard. Um, but I guess this is probably like I don't know why this interview is getting so deep in some certain ways. I but love let's it. let's go there. As an Asian American woman doing entertainment, and I think it goes without saying, the last year or two have been really tough for like the Asian community, <sighs> right? Yeah, like. I've been triggered in so many ways and like it's taken me on like an emotional like psychological it's, trip. I, I feel you. No like I'm like yeah. Like right? I'm going on that trip with you right now internally. Yeah. But like I think one thing that I haven't really been able to have this conversation with… With an Asian American women… A female artist. Okay. Is like how has that been for you? Mm. Right? Well okay. So like… Oh my god. At first you know when it all started happening… It was just like… I kind of didn't know yeah. how to feel. Because um, first of all, it's like in East Asian culture, like… At least for Korea, it's like you don't say shit. Like mm. you don't talk about shit. Like you, your parents… We don't communicate. We don't say I love you. Or like… Like if something bad happens, you keep it. You save face. And you save your family from embarrassment. You don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I've like seen like a lot of shit happened growing up as an immigrant to like different people of color and like immigrants like yeah. you know like c- other Korean Americans in the community who've been like you know like harassed by white people and like um law enforcement I've seen it but it, it was never to a level where it was like violent but once the shit on the news started occurring like that meant that people were reporting right mm-hmm. and like actually Resorting to law enforcement. Yeah. And that's what was scary for me is that people were talking within our community when we're like taught to kind of just silence ourselves yeah. and deal with it. Especially as Asian women. We're just… Mm-hmm. If something happens to you, it's your fucking fault. Mm-hmm. doesn't fucking matter. Korea may seem popping. It's, it's very progressive but it's still… Th- women's rights is still a thing like… And it's very hard for women there as well. Professionally. Very, very fucking hard. So… As an Asian woman, seeing that, seeing that people were reporting and actually speaking up was a huge red flag because that's we're taught not to do that. So that meant it got so fucking bad that people were fucking reporting it. And now it's like I see it left and right. And then the shooting happens in the hair salon. My mom's a hairstylist. So mm. she works at an all-Korean hair salon. That could have been my mama. Mm. And that's when I lost it. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, you know? Yeah. Like literally, like a whole roller coaster mm-hmm. of like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. Like, ev- like just we nobody can catch a break. Yeah. Nobody like fucking pandemic happens. Like, like that Do shit was think. scary. Yeah. That shit was so scary. And like, <sighs> it just kind of made me feel numb at after a mm. certain point. I don't know. It's still kind of really weird to talk about because yeah. like. 
And then and then the videos started circulating of people getting like assaulted and I didn't want to see that. I don't yeah. want no one wants to fucking see that on my timeline and just like fucking hate social media. I understand like and everybody was like reaching out and that was really sweet. And like I don't know. I don't know. It's just like social media like as much as like people were using social media to bring awareness, I don't know like having all that like violence shoved in my face. Yeah. Was hard. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, I think like it was at a certain point I was like I can't watch the news because it's like I f- I it's so violent mm-hmm. and it's everybody that looks like me getting attacked. Yeah. And that was like it freaked me out. And like that just like showed me a lot more and made me it taught me so much and about like the entire BLM movement as well as just like I don't want I don't want to tie like everything together but it's just like can you imagine like how they've been feeling mm-hmm. seeing mm-hmm. that that shit is so normalized like fucking violence against like people of color is so normalized mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we see it every single day like mm-hmm. and like to see that like happen to like and pop up on my feed of people with my skin color and like yeah. my facial structure it's fucking triggering and it's yeah. exhausting and like you don't want to see it yeah and you want to kind of shut it off yeah. even though you don't you shouldn't but it's like what it's do you hard do? it's what hard. do you do yeah. like what I are think, you so- i think that's the thing I, well i think what, what we do and what we can do the only thing that we can do as artists or people who who kind of yeah. follow our stuff is talk about it right, right? because I, my fear is like it's easy for us to be like oh like COVID's kind of over or you know yeah. like there's oh well it's not happening as much anymore like and sweep it on the rug but i think there's there is something where we have to continue to have the different conversations to say like, okay, what are we going to do? This has to stay yeah. top of mind. Yeah. This so is we not can, like a trend. Guys. Yeah. So this is a constant thing. So like we should continue talking about it. Continue to advocate for it. Kill it in whatever we're doing mm-hmm. so that we can put on for our people. Yeah. And like do whatever is within your power to fucking help support whatever yeah. cause, you know? Yeah. And like that's all you can really do. Yeah. That's it. I mean… We're only human. We're doing it. We'll get there. We're we're gonna do it. But okay, hold on. Time out. I re- we, this interview is like too deep. Like it's like freaking me out. Like, cause oh. we're just gonna let's talk about something lighter. Let's talk. Air, about, what's your sign? Uh, what do you think? You seem like an air sign. I don't know anything about signs. So. Wait, when's his birthday? When's your well, birthday? if you know my birthday, you're gonna know him no, automatically. Know. Can, no, no, no. When's your birthday? Just give me the month. And then I can. There's, it's literally, if I give you the month, it's literally like two options. Okay, exactly. That's, I want two (laughs) options. What is it? I'm um, November. Are you a Scorpio? I am. (laughs) I love Scorpio! (laughs) Do you know why? Why? We are so misunderstood. I'm a Gemini. So like, I guess shit. Any time at a, I'm I'm at a party uh-huh. and someone's like, "Oh, I hate Scorpios." I'm like, "Why? Why do you hate Scorpios?" Because <laughs> I feel like you're weak and you don't like Scorpios because you can't fucking handle the truth and the intensity. Mm. I'm sorry, Scorpios are not intense or intimidating. They just don't like fuck shit. <laughs> so I guess you were presenting fuck shit to a Scorpio, and the Scorpio was like, "No, thank you" to the fuck shit, and you took it personal. Why do you take it personal? You provided the fuck shit, bitch. <laughs> but anyways, same thing with Gemini's. We just give you. We we mirror you. We give okay. you what you give us. So if you really don't like a Gemini or a Scorpio, you don't like yourself, bitch. Dang. <laughs> All right. When, when's your birthday? May 25th. May, <laughs> May 25th. 
bitch. May 25th. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's talk about music real quick. Okay. It's hot. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. It's so no, hot it's okay. in here. It's fun. I'm having it's, a great no, time. No, it's hot. I'm like sweating. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. You've… Obviously, you've been doing a lot of music. You've been collaborating with a lot of people. Um, most recently, I think Amine… And Lolo. Um, and Lolo. You've been do- doing on your latest album. Um, mixtape, mixtape. Sorry, it's okay. Everyone's On your been latest mixtape, it's, okay. it's ten tracks. It's like it's, yeah, that's what is the difference between mixtape and album? Um, well, an album, like I'm sure you know the difference. It's like it sounds so scary, like oh, album of the year, like so so fucking artistic and like <laughs> glitter and gold, like that shit. No, I am not polished and pristine like that. I'm still figuring shit out. Uh-huh. I like. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm this like artiste. Bitch, no. I am not. I am like a messy ass bitch. I am all over the place. And so like if my music does not reflect who I genuinely am as a person… Which is sometimes a chaotic messy bitch. Still lovable. Uh huh. But figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. Which is what my fans fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't my music reflect that? And so I was like a mixtape is the answer because I have so many… Songs and styles. I have so many things that I want to kind of like prime my audience to. Yeah. Like don't get used to a specific style for me. Because I see this with fans all the time. Like, oh, I wish like this artist went back to this era and like that era. It's like… And it's like, fuck you. Like the artist has a right to change, right? Well, I think it's only natural for artists to change. Because we go through life and we change as people. And so like for the… For my first ever project, I've never dropped a project before. I'm technically a baby artist. I recently realized, like, because this is my first. No, like, literally, like, I've I've been in the game for like what two years. I literally less than two weeks ago released my first ever project. To be able to be in this position with very little like work out, I'm very grateful for. Yeah, you know, and I'm still a baby artist, and so like I I've been like really hard on myself throughout this whole process, mm-hmm. but I realized like I. Cannot be that hard on myself. Yeah, you have to… Well, I mean… Yeah. You're also going to be at a point where you're going to listen back to old stuff and be like, what was I thinking? Yeah. But that's just part of the process. Yeah, and it's that's just, that's like literally grow. growing. Yeah. That's the whole journey of being an artist. Yeah. And so like for Foil, when I was making it, I was feeling crazy. I had moved. I was falling in love. Like all these like exciting, crazy, triggering things were happening and changes in my life. Like I had to put it into something and then… At the end of it all. I just had all of it. But all of them… It was me. Yeah. And it represented a specific time in that process. And it just felt like me. And I have to give my my fans me. Yeah. Nothing else. Like fuck the critics. Fuck everything else. Yeah. If I don't listen to my fans… And if I'm not pleasing my fans who make me relevant… Like what's the point? No. Fuck a follower. I want a fan. Yeah. No. I I, I feel that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I think one interesting thing about you is like you seem… Like even your music and like your name and everything. It's like duality. Everything's kind of like… Balance. It's like a, a left and a right. It's a balance. It's the yin and the yang and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's… You know… You're saying that music is is you. Everything about it is you. Yeah. Like, and even speaking to you, you have like… Yeah. You have like the sweetest side and then you're like… I'll get you. You know? Um, do you feel like you've been like that your entire life? No. No? Uh, or was it like kind of like when you started music where you're like… I'm coming into my own and like… Yeah. I feel like I've always been like 
So the Ray is a crazy bitch, right? I feel like that bitch came out like three years ago, four years uh-huh. ago when like all so the she's, fuck shit she's was like happening. real young. She's really young. Okay. But like, I've always had that fire in me. Like, I feel like I've always had anger issues. Like, mm. you can talk to my sister. I would have violent fits of rage and kick the shit out of that bitch when she pissed <laughs> me off. Um, I fought the shit out of her. What do you oh mean? My gosh. Like, you, oh my God. You think, like, oh my God. I'm sorry, like, girls with brothers complaining about wrestling. Have you fought a bitch? Like, <laughs> whoo. And listen, baby, I have strong legs, but my sister knew how to swing. Okay. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, but um, so, like, I definitely had that side of me. It just, like, was not public. Uh huh. And I've, like, you know, also, like, growing up as an Asian American, like, I don't know, like, at the time, like, I, like, in high school, like, I wanted to be white so bad. Mm. All the cool, popular kids were white. Yeah. And also, so were the bullies. Mm. So if you weren't on their good side, or like if they didn't see you as like, oh, like a non-threat, you were protected. Oh, you were safe. You were like off the radar, right? So like I wanted to be white so bad and blah, blah, blah. So like I had to fit this like stereotypical token Asian friend in the white circle of Mm -hmm. friends, right? Mm -hmm. So like that's very like… Valley girl, like stupid fucking like I I was a theater nerd too. Like that was the only time I could really be myself. Uh-huh. And like that's when like the race side would come out, like the diva and the bitch side would uh-huh. come out because like I was feeling myself. Sorry, like I was a cocky ass bitch. I'm sorry. I checked myself though. Like I'm learning. But like in high school, like you know, like I was like finally doing something I loved and like blah blah, finding it out. And then college, I'm like making music. I'm like, oh my god. And then fuck shit happens, and I'm like, I lose my shit. And then Ray is born. Boom. There you go. She just came out. She just like was like, ha ha, I'm here, bitch. Finally, you let me out the closet. <laughs> like, huh. That's you been holding me back for so long. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, you are still so early in your artist career and your artistry. Like, where do you want to be? Like, what kind of what kind of artist do you want to be remembered as? And like, where do you want to take this? I like literally want to be Rihanna. But not Rihanna, because I love her and there can only be re- one rewrite. And like, but like, as in like fucking. Like I want… Well actually… Can I say that? Because she's like not… She hasn't dropped a project in like five years. And I don't want to like do that to my fans. And like… <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm just like wait. No, no. I don't want no, to… I promise to drop music and I, not starve my love, fans for like… How long has it been? Rihanna, come on. But anyways, like I want… Like she's like… <laughs> oh think about gosh. her. She is a fucking tycoon. She is the she is. ultimate business woman. She is. She started she with music. Is. Made it her bitch. Mm-hmm. Started makeup. Made it her bitch. Did her Savage Fenty line. Also made it her bitch. She's… Apparently rumor is she has like a furniture line coming. I don't know. The woman is unstoppable. Whatever she wants to do… She can do. She can literally not release music for years. And still have people obsessed with her. Like you. Me. (laughs) Proudly. Begging you publicly, oh please gosh. drop music. But like, you know, that's that's the kind of artist I want to be. I want to be like so big and so great like Rihanna. Like, just like her name. Like when you hear it immediately, it's like… Oh, that's, that's, the re- that's the reaction I want when people like hear my name. I want people to be like… Oh. Mm. Not just for like what I've done, but also like… Like because they know who I am. Yeah. Genuinely. And yeah. it's like… You know? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I saw that you were also part of the 2020 Fenty. Oh, that was so fucking cool. Explain like what happened? How did this happen? Like explain this. I don't know how it happened. Sally, they fucking my managers was they just 
hit me. They forwarded me the email. I'm like crying on the fucking apartment floor. <laughs> I'm like, is this real? Like, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, confirm. And okay, like, fine, okay, I'll cool. do it. And then they hit me back with like the official confirmation. And I'm like crying again. I'm like, Riri, I'm coming. And I'm like, oh my God. But anyways, it was so cool because I was in this. Oh my God. Dude, we were filming it. I turn around. She's standing there. She's fucking standing there. What'd you do? When I tell you, photos do not do the woman justice. Like, she is an angel. She radiates. Like, I don't know if it was Fenty skin on her skin. I don't know. She's like, like so beautiful. Mm. And so like, oh my God. I was freaking out. I immediately turned around because I knew I was going to fucking freak out. And like, if she made eye contact with me, I would have like, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, And so like at the end, we're like wrapping, filming. And it's like the last shot. And like I'm on the balcony. I'm like towards like… We're like looking from this side. I'm like on that side, right? And like Riri's like front and center, right? And then we're like… Everyone… The director is like… Everyone clap and like scream, blah, blah. And like… And I scream and my voice cracks, right? And it it goes from like a… Uh, to a uh, like that. <laughs> and then she turns around and looks at me and smiles at me. <laughs> I try to keep my cool but like we made eye contact. And listen… I had the opportunity to go up and say like something to her but like… Bitch, when she's talking to Paris Hilton, you exit, bitch. You earned that, right? <laughs> and I was like, it's I, I I walked away thinking, I was like, it's not over, Riri. Like, I'm gonna earn my time with you. I'm gonna get to a point in my life and my career where I get to be in the same room as you and you think I'm cool. I'm gonna work my way there. Mm. Bitch! Manifest. Manifest. Respectfully. That. Love you. I love you. <laughs> So wait, you didn't actually you didn't get to talk to her like no like, I didn't I did not just earn like, that right well you I know but like I mean she was standing right behind you she's Rihanna I did not earn that right oh my gosh no because oh listen I I resonate with Rihanna because she's a fucking boss and listen if I was Rihanna bitch you better come correct you better earn my time <laughs> you if you want to talk to me you better come correct and you better fucking make sure that you've earned your right. And t- my time to even fucking talk to me. Mm-mm-mm-mm. If I'm Rihanna, I'm going to think like that. She wouldn't be Rihanna if she didn't think like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And that doesn't make her a bitch. That makes her a fucking star. All right. Period on that. Do you want to send Rihanna a message? I feel like you need to send… I love Rihanna. you. <laughs> and you know what? I know I was complaining earlier about the music thing. But I totally get it. The whole music making process is like a fucking bitch. So like I will wait a decade if I need to. But like… <sighs> I love you. I hope you're doing well. We hope That's you're it. doing well. We're yeah. fans. Dude, I saw we that. You. Did you see she like did not get into a club because she didn't have a fucking idea. I'm like, it's fucking Rihanna. I know. <laughs> How do you as a… Can you imagine like being like the club owner and like showing up and like talking to the bouncer. It's like you didn't let Rihanna and ASAP Rocky into my club. <sighs> oh my god. Alrighty. Thank god I'm not uh, your boss. <laughs> we have some fan questions for you. All right. Hey, Here we go. Hi. Um, let's see. I'm Where sorry. do we start? Azira asks, "What's your favorite thing to do when you're bored?" Sleep. Sleep. Great. April Comstra says, "Your songs are powerful anthems. Is that intentional or is that what naturally feels right?" My song, what? Your songs are very powerful anthems. Oh yeah. Is that intentional or is that what naturally feels right? It's both. Because if, because it, it is intentional because it does feel right. Mm. I feel like 
hand like in especially hand. like they go hand in hand. It's like I want to make music that I want to listen to, and a lot of the music I listen to are powerful bad bitch anthems, mm. and they stroke your ego and feed your confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important, especially in this day and age where the market is so diverse. Yeah, and bad bitch anthems need to be coming from all sizes, faces, colors, everything. Word. Mm-hmm. Word. I always Vince asks. Oh my God, Rayami, I discovered you from Netflix, Grand Army. They played Snowcone. What's your inspiration behind your style of changing the whole soundscape of the song by the end? It's all very trancing the way you do a full on 180 with Snowcone Midway. Huge fan, all the love. Everyone goes from highs to lows. Uh-huh. All the time. Um, you can, like, literally yesterday, like, I went from feeling like shit yeah. to waking up with a God complex this morning. Like, mm. um, everyone goes through it. Why can't we sonically? Display that. Yeah. People have done it before. I just wanted to put my own spin on it. And look where it, it took me. It works. And it was also, that's also very <clears throat> honest. Yeah. Like like we were saying, like at the beginning of our conversation, everybody goes through their highs and lows. Yeah. It's just what it is. You can do it with music too. Yeah. Why not? All right. No one's stopping you. Lightning round. Just in case we missed anything, here we go. Neon Genesis or Perfect Blue? Perfect Blue. <sighs> go to karaoke song. Part of your world by the Little Mermaid. Whoa. Okay. Unexpected. Like it. Lunchtime. What do you eat? The nothing. I just fucking I am so bad with eating food. Like what? consistently. Like I either will not eat like lunch because I forget to eat and then eat like a fat ass dinner. Or like I will eat a fat ass breakfast. I usually don't eat lunch. I usually huh. eat breakfast and dinner. That's it. Interesting. I don't get hungry like, like during lunch lunchtime. I'm not crazy, right? Yeah. I feel like sometimes like when you're stressed or like hyper focused, yeah, then you you forget, you forget about eating, which is not healthy, and I don't recommend it. I'm sorry, but your girl is working hard, and I, I will go. eat lunch from now on, mom. I promise. Don't tell oh, my mom. mom. She's gonna yell at me. She's gonna see us and be like, "You've been lying to me this whole time." <laughs> uh, if you could master anything in the world, what would it be? Um, like. Uh, computer science. Whoa. Okay. The world would be mine. It would. It <laughs> would. Performing on colors or NPR's Tiny Desk? NPR Tiny Desk. Okay. Favorite lyric? Of mine? Anything. Ever. Favorite one? Yeah. Favorite one. That's hard. That's not… Okay. Fine. Um, I'm just going to be narcissistic and pick mine which is Red Dress Last Redactors on his mattress. I'm going to kill it. Which is a reference to Black Widows and I… Did some Googling and got really um, sciencey and STEMI and like Googled their like Latin names. Whatever. Okay. Alrighty. Finish this sentence. I can't believe I actually blank when I was younger. I can't believe I actually jumped a two second story balcony to impress a boy that I had a crush on when I was younger. <laughs> oh my God. With a trash bag as a parachute. Did you get hurt? Um, I couldn't feel something for like the first 15 <laughs> oh seconds, but I was, you know, pasta, they put pasta on my back. Oh my you know what gosh. Happened? You know what happened? So my sister, oh my oh poor my sister, gosh. my poor Annie, she fucking took the blame. That's why she hates me. Oh my God. She loves me. Just kidding. I fucking love that bitch. Anyway, so like I was with like family friends, my sister and I, and I was, I had a crush on the younger guy. Jimmy, he was like a year older than me. And like him and his friend was telling me like, oh, they like jumped off the fucking balcony with them trash bags. Please, As y'all don't to- ever jump off balconies. Don't, do not. Don't do this. Do not. And like, listen, it wasn't that high. So I did it to impress him. But it turned out to be a lie. They never d- did it. So <laughs> 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 my sister's running down. 
like yelling at me like, you're so stupid. Totally true. Um, picks me up, piggybacks me all the way back to their apartment. I'm laying down. They put pasu or like… I see hot patches see hot, yeah. like for the non-Koreans um, on my back. And I knock out for five hours. And my sister obviously gets like yelled at by my parents. Like what a trooper. Thank you for like literally suffering oh my on my behalf. Gosh. But like I did that when I was younger. How old were you? I was like probably in first grade. Wow. That's some bold first grade moves. I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright. Uh, biggest pet peeve? When… Um, when I'm like ordering like food off of like Uber Eats and it's off of my phone and like we're in a group of people and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna order food. Does anybody want some? And they're like, yeah. Instead of me customizing it or reading it out loud, I hand it to you, right? I swear to God, the moment I fucking hand you my phone and if you don't fucking put in your order and you hold on to my phone and you talk about some random story that you were continuing, starve. Give me my phone. <laughs> starve. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, stop. Like, do what I asked you to do, which is like, put in your order. And if that makes me impatient, that can be my character flaw. Like, I don't give a fuck. Stop holding on to my phone. I've got fucking texts and calls, bitches. Like, fucking, I've got money to make. <laughs> and I'm trying to fucking eat lunch that I clearly don't eat. So you're holding it up. So Which fucking, makes your mom upset. And that's And you just really like... don't want to fucking deal with her Pisces sun, Aries moon ass. You really don't fucking know. <laughs> Because I am the byproduct of that. So imagine, oh bitch. Anyways, so yeah. That's a big… Yeah. All right. Just like order right. your food you, and onto the next. Give it to the next person and so that it can return into I feel money. like that's a fair ask, honestly. Thank you. Quite honestly. I do. I need two phones. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Uh, Maryland crab cakes or K-barbecue? K-barbecue hands. All right. Down. Fuck Maryland. <laughs> I don't rep that place either. Uh, um, send a message to yourself one year from now. It's okay to be scared. Oh… It's okay to be scared. Alrighty. What are you scared of? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, don't want to go there? We don't got to go there. I mean, like, I think, you know, like, I'm like failure. You're doing great. Not measuring up and disappointing my parents. Look, you're doing great. You're doing great. And if if anything, I feel like uh, us talking today is like, your parents love you and they support you no matter I what. I fucking love my parents. Yeah. Your family, me. your relatives, everybody's proud of you. Your sister, the one that you kick the crap out of. Beat the shit out of. Y'all, y'all good, right? So <laughs> Love you, Jamie. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's okay. And it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be scared. It's okay. It's, okay. it's, it's only natural. Reaction. And honestly, fear, I think, fear of failure. Is what really drives a lot of people to make incredible things. And you have to be okay. And the thing is you also have to be okay with failure. Yeah. You have to be… If you want to succeed and if you want the best of the best… You have to be okay with experiencing the worst of the worst. It hurts. It's scary. bitch. But it is what it is. That's life. It seems unfair. But it's life. And it's teaching you something. Do you know what I… Like this is what I kind of came to terms with like… Maybe just a few years ago. I was just like, man this stuff sucks. And then I was like, this is life. And it's not it's not just you that has it bad. It's not just you that has something mm-hmm. that sucks. Mm-mm. Everybody has Everyone's things going through it. that sucks. That's all relative. It can be… Even if it's like they look like the the richest, most popular, whoever, no. whatever. They have things in their life that suck too. So yeah, like… And you it's have no just idea. life. And it's just, it's just how do we deal with things that suck? That's what makes us who we are. Yes. So… Amen. I agree I'll, 110%. I love your message. 
Thank you. All right. I know we've had like quite the journey today on in our conversation. Yeah. We did. I sweat um, a lot. You what? I sweated. Sweated Sweat. a lot. I sweat a lot. You sweat a lot. I feel like there was a lot of moments of… of intensity. Intensity. Almost tears. A little bit of tear. A lot of sweat. Yeah. You know. I feel like it wouldn't be a… Sorry. I feel like it wouldn't be a classic Ray Ami interview if I didn't at least tr- like almost cry. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. for for bringing your true self here. Yeah. It's been it's been a pleasure getting to know you, thank um, you. speak with you. Hopefully, the first of many conversations and whatever to come. Um, what can people look forward from you in in the, in the coming month, for the rest of the year? Um, you know, shows, hey. merchandise, hey. Um, more visuals. Hey. Um, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Alrighty. Okay. Yeah. A little mystery. Yeah. Keep us guessing. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And thank you, Sarah, Rami. Thank you, Eric. For joining us. It's been a pleasure. Uh, you guys, please be sure to subscribe, follow, and review. Rate this podcast. And uh, you can connect with us on all our socials. As you know, we are at the Dive Studios. We have a lot of great shows. A lot of things going on. A lot of cool content. YouTube.com slash Dive Studios and slash Dive Pods. For all this stuff on video, we have a TikTok where we do ridiculous things as well. It's just Dive Studios. And you can check out our merch at shop.divestudios.io. Now, finally, this is the last thing we ask you to do before we say goodbye. I'm going to ask you to improvise a quick outro jingle. Oh my god. Um… Fuck. That's… Oh fuck. What do I do? Um, do I get like a beat or like… No. You get nothing. You get the word. The show… Um, the name of the show. Tebak. Tebak Show. That's it. That's all you get um, to go off of. I don't fucking… Oh my god. This is so hard. Wait. I need a beat. Give me a beat or something. It's… Eric Nong. And right on me. On the Tebak Show. Beat. Suck. Oh. <laughs> no, let me not. Let me not. Let me not. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Outro. Thank you for listening to K-pop Debug with Eric Nam. No.